0: All You Need To Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. Today is the first Monday of August. Let's hope that 2020 gets better from here on out. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint, and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. You'll want to watch for the manufacturing PMI data that comes out later today. And in the week ahead, there's the RBI's rate decision on Thursday. The central bank's monetary policy will be that much more important to watch, with COVID-19 cases in India showing no signs of reducing. India added more than 50,000 fresh cases of the COVID-19 virus for the fourth straight day on Sunday, even as the lockdown restrictions ease. One of those is Union Home Minister Amit Shah who took to social media to say that he had tested positive for the virus and was getting hospitalised on the advice of doctors. The total number of cases in India has now crossed 17.5 lakh. The good news in this scenario is that recoveries among COVID-19 patients in India has crossed the 11 lakh mark on Sunday with over 51,000 patients recuperating in a 24-hour span. That's the highest recorded so far, according to the Health Ministry. In the top news over the weekend, India will widen the scope of the government-guaranteed rescue package for small businesses, including raising the threshold to avail loans under the scheme to help such businesses tide over the coronavirus crisis. According to the current structure of the Emergency Credit Line Guarantee Scheme, small businesses with a turnover of up to 100 crore rupees can avail additional 20% of their outstanding loans up to 25 crore as of the 29th of February. This threshold has been increased to 50 crore from 25, according to a statement from the Financial Services Secretary Devashish Panda. Now, here's an update that you'd probably have guessed about. Construction of everything from roads to ports are behind schedule by an average three and a half years. That's according to an analysis by the Statistics Ministry. The cost of 1,682 projects have shot up by a combined 4 lakh crore rupees over their life cycle, according to the Ministry's latest update as of April. In other news, the total outstanding dues of power distribution companies to power producers rose over 47% in June to 1.33 lakh crore, reflecting the ongoing stress in the sector. Moving on, in a relief to businesses, the Gujarat High Court has ruled that companies can claim refund using unutilized tax credit arising from input services under the inverted duty structure. As such, the court ruled that businesses must be allowed to factor in the tax paid on input services for calculating the claim of refund under the inverted duty structure. In news in the steel space here in India, Arsala Mittal Nippon Steel India Chairman Aditya Mittal has said that the market for steel has started showing some signs of recovery after having been hit hard by the pandemic. He said that operations at Asalamithal Nippon Steel India, which is formerly SR Steel's Hazira plant in Gujarat, are running at full capacity. In the banking space, SBI Chairman Rajneesh Kumar is taking a contrarian view of lending, saying that the current macroeconomic conditions are probably the best time to rev up lending as risks associated, according to him, are lower. In an interview with Bloomberg Quint, he said lenders had to exercise prudence, of course, but that this was the best time for lending. That entire interview is available on the website BloombergQuint.com, so do take a look. In international news, the Trump administration will announce measures shortly against a broad array of Chinese-owned software deemed to pose national security risks. That's according to U.S. Secretary of State Michael Pompeo. The comments suggest that there could be a possible widening of the U.S. measures beyond TikTok. President Donald Trump had told reporters on Friday, in case you missed it, that he plans to ban TikTok from the U.S., but his decision hasn't yet been announced. In international markets, equities in the Asia Pacific region were mixed at the start of trade on Monday. The Nikkei 225 in Japan was higher by about 1.6%, but the other two early rises were in the red. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. How are we looking at the start of the week?
1: Good morning, Alex, and to all our listeners as well. The six-week surge in India's benchmark indices finally came to a halt on Friday. Both the Sensex and the Nifty posted losses of over 1% each. As is the trend with the start of the month, auto companies are reporting their monthly sales numbers. Two-wheeler maker Bajaj Auto will be reporting their sales figures today. As for those that reported sales over the weekend, Maruti Suzuki's sales, although flat compared to the previous month, were ahead of analyst expectations. Hero Motor Corp and Mahindra & Mahindra's Auto Division 2 reported sales that surpassed analyst estimates. Both Escorts and Mahindra & Mahindra reported a decline in tractor sales in July. Escorts said that it could operate at only 50% of its capacity in July due to supply chain challenges. Now we have had nearly two thirds of the nifty 50 companies who have reported their June quarter numbers so far. While we have no nifty company reporting earnings today, non-index names like Kansai Narolac, Bank of India and Exide Industries are some of them who will be reporting numbers. Now on to some other stocks that would be reacting to news flow. Bandhan Bank's promoter Bandhan Financial Holdings intends to sell 33 crore shares in a block deal as per the term sheet. The floor price of 311 rupees per share is a 9.9% discount to Friday's closing price. The promoters intend to raise over 1.4 billion dollars from the stake sale. IRB Infra has won a letter of award from the National Highway Authority of India for a hybrid annuity project in Gujarat. The project under the Bharat Mala Puryojana is valued at over 1200 crore rupees. Coal India reported its monthly production and offtake figures for the month of July. Production saw a year-on-year decline of 3% while off-take declined nearly 7% from the previous year. Among key brokerage notes, Macquarie has maintained its outperform rating on Sun Pharma and has raised its price target to Rs 578 rupees from the earlier 516. Macquarie has cited Tarot's litigation settlements and strength in its domestic business as some key factors behind its bullish call. Incidentally, Sun Pharma was the second best performer on the Nifty last week, ending with gains of over 9.5% and gaining for four straight sessions despite posting a first quarter loss due to one-off expenses. Speaking of earnings, Tata Motors says that it may not be able to witness a substantial pickup in volumes so that it can post a profit in the second quarter of FY21. The passenger vehicle maker reported its seventh quarterly loss in the last nine quarters as COVID-19 dented sales both in India and overseas. Strong performance in its Indian and rest of the world business led to UPL meeting Bloomberg consensus estimates in the first quarter. The company says that it has substantial liquidity in place to meet its debt maturities over the next 18 to 24 months. Some non-index names too reported earnings on Friday and over the weekend. Relaxo in profit halved as compared to last year, a figure that was only cushioned due to a higher other income. Some other stocks like Godrej Agrovet, Vinati Organics, Tata Chemicals and Credit Access Grameen too will be reacting to their results. You can find details on all of these stocks on our all-you-need-to-know copy which can be accessed on our website BloombergQuint.com. And with that, I wish you a happy and safe week ahead and it's back to you Alex. Thanks Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews
0: signing off. Have a great day and an even better week ahead.